Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 334, and welcome back to my front porch here in Phoenix. Beautiful night out, looking at the stars. I'm telling you what, it never gets old. I'm these clear skies. In Arizona, they just never get old. I can see the stars, the planets are out. It's super beautiful, uh, wonderful. I hope you all are doing wonderful wherever you are, whatever you're going through. Um, hey, thank you. There's been a bunch of you who have been praying for my team. Uh, the last podcast I talked to you about, yeah, just, you know, our team's just been going through it a bit, you know, having a not the easiest time. And so I just want to say thank you. Thank you for praying for us. Um uh, yeah, I mean, our kind of day in and day out is, uh, it's kind of heavy. I mean, we deal with a lot of people who are hurting, um, but we have been so grateful. I mean, this is a really interesting thing to think like, we feel like we've been invited into people's pain and hurt. Like it's an invitation. And and it's so cool to watch the team, um, not just me, but the team just serve people. And so as they show up, we just sacrificially serve them and um yeah but it's also an interesting thing when the team gets kind of hurt or a little worn out like man we were talking today like how do we care for ourselves and as we're caring for all these other people like how are we caring for ourselves and and i was thinking about you all going like actually it's a pretty good thing for all of us to consider like when we start getting kind of used up in some ways you know we've been pouring out and pouring out and we're not getting filled up but i just want to let you know that's like danger zone like you need to be really really careful um because a lot of times people just kind of burn out like really burn out and the reason why they burn out because a long time ago um you started making some compromises and you started giving in and letting and letting go without really kind of filling up with some other areas whether that's community or silence or time in the word or prayer um church you know uh you've just kind of been like i'm sorry i'm just too busy and you're not really getting filled up that's gonna it's not gonna go great and so i want to encourage you this week do an assessment where are you at you know, that's kind of what our team's been doing. Like, where are we at? How are we actually doing? And what do we need to put into place in order to not just dry out, burn out? And then that leads to just all kinds of crazy stuff. And to be honest, that's what we deal with day in and day out in people's stuff, people's pain, people's hurts, uh, people's sin, is that they just made some compromises a, lo- a while ago and all of a sudden it's catching up with them. And so I um, want to encourage each and every one of you to take a really just examine where you are, what's really going on in your life, um, and really allow the Spirit of God to speak into that. Uh, because I really believe that uh, as you do that and you get filled back up, that life and life to the full that Jesus offers to you is so available. And not only for you, but it splashes over to all the people um, that you're around. So, um, Hopefully that's a challenge, encouragement to, to get after it. Go figure it out. So uh, thank you for all of you who continue to listen. I know there's a bunch of new people who've been tuning in. Love that. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you who continue to give. Honestly, so helpful, so thankful. Um, you can go to frontporchconfessional.com, the little button there that says partner. Go there, uh, and there's multiple different ways that you can do that. So thank you so much for those of you who have done that. All right, our passage for today, Luke 27, 31 through 32. 
Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. I'll read again Luke 27, 31 through 32. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. You know, it's an interesting thing uh, being a, a dad at this particular age with kids that are my age. I have 22, 19, and 12. And, you know, so I'm on this other side of parenting, meaning um, I'm, I'm parenting, parenting a preteen and then I'm really parenting adults. And Patty and I have talked a lot about, you know, we really sacrifice to parent in a certain, certain way. And, and in this season, what's been really interesting is just watching our, our kids become adults and make decisions and adult decisions. And even when they make difficult decisions, believing and praying for them, that, 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 that they will have the faith to continue to move forward in what God has called them to do. And, and, and it's really been a different kind of, of parenting. Um, a parenting that doesn't feel like necessarily so involved, uh, meaning giving tons of advice and lots of rules and regulation, but really it's a, a release in some ways, a release into the care of God uh, for them to do. But it's not easy. Like it's so hard. I, some days I want to go back to the old days where I'm like, you're grounded and you, and you know, I'm going to take the door off your room. You know, like the, the good old days. Um, but these days are difficult because... It's like they have they make decisions and they have consequences and and we're we're praying for them and even when they hurt us even when they hurt us we're just believing in faith that God is going to use that and to help them uh, grow and, and deepen the relationship and I and this is really what Jesus is communicating to Peter I mean he's at the Last Supper Jesus knows and has known what Peter's going to do that Peter is going to deny him. And he can see in Peter, which I love this about Jesus, the work that Satan is already doing in his life. And so before we move on, I want you to know this, that the Lord sees the work that Satan's trying to do in your life. Like he, it's not like catching Jesus off guard. He's not like, whoa, where did that sin come from? That, that, that came out of nowhere. I can't believe that. I never saw that in him. And like as humans, when our kids hurt us, we're kind of caught off guard at times. But, but the Lord's not caught off guard. Like he knows. And so he's looking into Peter and he loves Peter and he loves you and he loves me. And he sees us and he sees the work that Satan is trying to do to tear us down, to sift us like wheat. Just the visual of that, you can imagine in your life just parting, not the health, not things that bring life and life to the full. No, 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 no. Destruction, devastation, devastation, able to be burned up. That's the imagery here. And, um, but I want you to know, and here's where you can take half faith, <laughs> And rest in this. He sees your sin. He knows those temptations. And he sees Peter. And he already sees and has been seeing all throughout his time with Peter how Satan has been trying to manipulate him and use him and how, how Peter's given in and how Peter's overcome. Like he has seen this journey. Again, he's, there, he's Peter's rabbi, but he's not just Peter's rabbi. He's Peter's Lord. 
and he's your Lord and Savior, and he sees you right where you're at. But then Jesus does something in, in this moment that, you, that I pray that you receive, is that he prays over Peter, that Peter will have faith. He prays faith over Peter. And I, again, I, I've been working through, and you, you've, if you've been on this journey for the last few podcasts, I, I've just been working through this idea of going, we, we, many of us have this idea that we're just being completely abandoned to our sin. You know, and then he's kind of far away, and he's like, you know what, you go figure it out. But here, what we find is in the midst of him actually prophetically telling Peter, you're going to screw up. Satan's already got a hold on your heart that he's praying over him. He's praying over you right now. He's praying faith into your life that you would have the faith to overcome that temptation that you have in your life. So I don't look, I don't know what you have going on in your life. It's one of the hardest parts about being on this side of the microphone is that I can't pastor you. I I can't sit with you and we can walk through these, you know, for some of you, I do get to do that. I'm grateful, Uh, but I don't get to walk through what you're going through. You're walking through circumstantially right now. And maybe even the compromises that you're about to make today. But I want you to know this is that Jesus sees you. He sees that that Satan's been kind of leaking some lies into your life, and he sees that. And what he's praying specifically to you is that you would have faith, faith to overcome. So whatever you're going through right now, maybe just pause for a moment. Just go ahead and put the this podcast on pause. Go, whoa, wait a second. Maybe the Lord's speaking to some of you right now that sin, and he already knows it, and he already sees it in your life. But then he's praying over you, praying that you would have faith, faith to overcome. What is it that you need to overcome? What is it that you're struggling with? Because what he does next, and this is so beautiful, is he's, he's going like, Peter, basically, Peter, you're going to fail. Peter, have faith. And then Peter, use that failure to strengthen the brothers. This is so unbelievably beautiful not only does jesus see him in a sin but he's praying for him which is just the idea of the king of kings and the lord of lords praying for us is just a miracle marvelous unbelievable but then prophetically you're going to come through this peter and and what i'm praying for is that you use this failure to strengthen the brothers Some of you have allowed your failures to define you like a label on a soup can. Like, this is just who I am. And and here, what we have is Jesus saying to Peter and saying to you and to me, your failures, your failures do not define you. Jesus' death and resurrection define you. And so if that's the case, we are failing forward we make mistakes we ask the lord to forgive us and then we use that failure to teach people and and i'm telling you the work i get to do at phoenix one is i get to tell daily 
how I have made mistakes and how the Lord has loved me and how he's seen me through that and been so merciful and faithful and just in my life. What a gift. And it's such an encouragement to people at times because they're like, wait a second. I thought you had your stuff all figured out. Oh, no, 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 no. And if you've listened to this podcast for any period of time, you're like, no, 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 no. Definitely does not have that figured out. This is what we're not held down by our failures. No, we're not held down. No, even Jesus is going, I'm praying that you use that to strengthen people. Which means get honest about your ish. It's okay. Jesus sees your sin. He's praying for you that you would have faith to overcome it. And then kind of commissioning you to strengthen the brothers, even if you do fail. Praying that you don't. But if you do fail, repent, strengthen the brothers, bring accountability in their life, brothers and sisters, so that they don't make the same mistakes. And so they can learn or that they can feel like, oh, somebody gets me, understands me. And this is what's up with the with the Pharisees. Like they're just so pious and not in a good way and religious and not in a good way. They're just crushing people. And Jesus is like, listen, use your failures to, to, to join people on their journeys to finding the same faith that you found in the midst of your failure and the redemption that you found in me and teach them to follow me. This is Jesus's model to Peter, to you and to me. This is why he's on the cross going, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. And we get to now stand in front of people and go, I didn't know what I was doing. Making horrendous mistakes, but thank God he's forgiven me and given me the opportunity to share with other people that I'm not held down by my sin. No, no, no. What Satan intends for evil, God redeemed. He made good. It's a testimony your failures are a testimony. Your failures in return to the Lord are a testimony that can strengthen people. So he sees you in your failures. He knows your sins. He's not surprised by them. He's praying faith over you and in your life that you would endure and overcome. And then he's commissioning you to go strengthen the brothers by by letting them understand what has happened in your life and how he's used those failures to overcome. And so what I'm, I'm beginning to learn and beginning to understand is this, is, is that Jesus' faith for us is greater than our own failures. Jesus' faith, faith for us is greater than our own failures. He prays for us to have faith, faith to overcome, which means we are not defined by our failures. We are defined by a faith in Jesus Christ that overcomes. So the question is this, how can you use your failures to encourage others in their faith? How can you use your failures to encourage others in their faith? Lord, thank you that you love us, you see us, you know us, even in the midst of our failures. Thank you that you are so faithful. You are so faithful. Teach us to fail forward in grace and in mercy. And worship you day over day after day. Strengthen the brothers and sisters in Christ through all that you're doing. Thank you that you're praying for us right now. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Till next time. Cheers.